Hello, hello, and welcome to this week's episode of the Harder to Kill podcast. I'm your host, Shannon Stout, and this week I have with me on Cindy Sparks. Hello. A.K.A. Sparkles. It's been your nickname for a long time. Yeah, that was a Jacob Garvin thing. He always had nicknames for people. I know, I know. And then you would come to class and you'd be like, who's Sparkles? Or like, who's like, you had to like learn the names. Yeah, because he would like write them up on the board and you'd be like... Like, I think, like, Rachel Reifert was, like, Pink Monkey. Oh, yeah. I mean, he had, yeah, funny names for everybody. I don't remember everybody's, like, (laughs) nicknames, but, yeah, we used to have to, like, do the nicknames. I I don't think I had a nickname, which is fine, but I don't remember having one. I don't remember one. So you're Sparkles. (laughs) Yeah, I guess so. (laughs) Okay, so you... I'm excited to have you on because you're, I'm considering you to be an OG, but I'm actually not sure. Like, were you signed up like when they first opened or when did you start? I started in December. So I think they opened the gym in September. Yeah, I think you're right. Of 2011. Yes. And it took me about two, three months to convince myself to, (laughs) to try it, to approach Jacob and Mm -hmm. and come in and try it. Did you know them? No. Um, How did you find out about the gym? I was neighbors with Ashley and Eric Schmig. Oh, okay. And they are both endurance athletes, Mm -hmm. and they both had done, like, Ironman triathlons, and I would sometimes run with Ashley Mm -hmm. and Beth Desner, if you remember Beth. Um, I do. I'm not sure everybody else listening will remember, but you guys, we're talking, like, this year is the 10th year this mm-hmm. year, September, the, yes. the gym will have been open for 10 years. So when we're talking about OGs, like this is 10 years ago. <laughs> yep. I'll so, have my 10 year anniversary in December. Yes, it's coming up. It's mm-hmm. coming up. So, okay. So, um, Schmigs are former members right. when they lived here and they now live in Colorado. Yeah. Actually, I think yeah. we referenced them on Kelly's episode. So. Yeah. Cause Kelly and Ashley are still good friends. Yeah. And actually, she um, goes to visit them. Yep. She goes out right. to visit their kids are the same age and like mm-hmm. all that stuff. So, okay. So anyway, you'd known the Schmigs and, yeah. and they, I, I think Eric had done his Ironman and they were at my house for something. Um, and cause our kids run around together mm-hmm. in the neighborhood and I asked him if he was really sore and he said, you know, I was more sore from the CrossFit workout than I was from my Ironman. Oh, and I was no. like, I'm like, well, what is this CrossFit thing? Yeah. And he's like, you should really try it. Mm-hmm. And I was doing PT because I had run a marathon that year, and I had a, a knee injury and a foot injury, and my physical therapist was like, you need to do strength training mm. for your joints, and you know, running is mm-hmm. wearing you down. You need to cross train and do some strength training. And I had done some like mild. I don't know, weightlifting and had gone to the Y mm-hmm. and I, I knew some stuff, but not a lot and, um, never really liked any of the classes at the Y. Yeah. Like, you know, <laughs> kind of lame. Yeah. Aerobics. And yeah. Step aerobics, step aerobics and yep. all that. Like I never liked any of those classes that I had to pay for. Yeah. And, um, and so starting CrossFit gave me that strength training that I needed, the cross training mm-hmm. for my joints yeah. and um, to support them. Um, and I haven't had any running injuries since then. Really? Um, so you've known well, all these years? Yeah. Well, okay. <laughs> now you're going to take it back. <laughs> I'll take that back. 
I have had some injuries, but nothing that caused me to completely stop running like I had when I did that marathon and over just really overtrained. Over yes, that year, basically. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I've got. I've always got something that hurts. <laughs> when did you, um, okay, so let's back up a little bit. So you ran a marathon in 2011? Yeah. Like, what was the month? Was that, like, over the summer or something? It was in April. Was that your first one that you'd ever ran? Yeah. Okay. First and only. First and only. Yeah. What got, what got you into running? Uh, boy. I started running when I was in college. Okay. Um... For fitness and to, to try to stay, you know, in good shape. And, and, yeah. Um, a friend of mine and I just started running and um, then we ran the watermelon stampede. So that was like my first ever 5K. Oh. Um, her and I ran it together and I think I like got second or third place in my age group and I didn't even think I was that fast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it just came naturally to me. I did... did track and stuff in yeah. high school. Are you uh, from Muscatine then? Yeah. Okay, so yeah. you went to like high school here and mm-hmm. like grew up here. Where'd you go to college? Um, Iowa. Oh, okay, there you go. <laughs> so I'm pretty, pretty local. Yeah, pretty local. All right, so yeah. in college you started running and then basically just continued the trend like when you moved back mm-hmm. to Muscatine and like start a job and all that? Yep. Yep. Awesome. Yep. Um, and I think when you start running races and you get to know people in the running community. Yeah. Um, there was a group of us that used to go to the track and do speed work mm-hmm. every week on Wednesdays. Um, so I had, you know, developed a lot of friendships yeah. through running. And so it kind of kept me engaged in that. Um, and started running longer distances and really half marathons are my favorite. Where, where it's at. Yeah. That's, that's kind of my sweet spot. Yeah. Um, that... 13 miles, 13.1 miles is a lot easier to train for than 26.2. Yeah, I can um, see that. <laughs> time commitment isn't as, as much as a marathon. Yeah. Um, I already think that 13.1 miles is ridiculous, so yeah. I can't... That whole, like, marathon, I'm just like, what? Like, <laughs> yeah. It's just so it's a, far outside of, like, my realm. <laughs> yeah, it's a long ways. It's, uh, it's yeah. really... It's yeah, not yeah. easy. Um, some people love it, and they run marathons. How long does a half marathon take? Um, like to run? Like how? Like what's for, the time for me? Um, I always want to try to run in under one forty-five, an hour and forty-five minutes. Oh, okay, uh, but I don't know if I have that in me right well, now. Just um, running for like so an hour fifty is a good. Like under hour fifty is good. Oh, okay. Um, for me, okay. Um, I was just gonna say, I I mean, like like an hour and forty-five minutes of running doesn't sound as terrible. Yeah. But that's still right. A long time. So if you don't think about the distance, you <laughs> yeah, <know> right. <laughs> yeah. But hour forty-five, you're moving like at an eight-minute mile, mile yeah. pace, or eight-minute eight mile, eight-minute mile, eight yeah, mile, yeah, somewhere around there. Um, I I've run them a lot faster. One mile. <laughs> <laughs> so so yeah. Um, so I do a lot of running. So that's a lot of years. I don't know how old you are, and you don't have to share if you don't uh-huh. want to, but I was wondering, what is the time gap between, like, college when you, like, started to run and, like, when you started CrossFit? And did you do any other type of, like, athletic endeavors, like, between that time? Um, so I'm 54. Okay. Um, so that's a long time ago. Yeah. Like, if I started running when I was 18. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so it's a big time frame. Yeah, for sure. So you're pretty um, experienced 
by now. Yeah, with the running thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, I have a road bike, and I did one duathlon. <laughs> oh. And still have aspirations to do a triathlon. But I just, yeah, I just need to get in the pool. <laughs> yeah, I need, yeah. To, I need to train for the swim part of it. Um, and then open water swimming, this is a totally different ball game too. So I can, I can imagine um, that. And it's there's not too many places to go around here where you can train in open water. Yeah, um, for so, sure. Anyway, that's kind of still on my radar, I guess. But I always think when I have time and like there's never time. Yeah, you know, there's yeah. never more time. Um, so and... you've been literally running for like 35 yeah. years. Is that the right math? Yeah. Oh my yeah. gosh. So, okay. So you basically just did like running and biking and just like, but no real like strength training. So not much. I did some weightlifting at the Y, like I said, I, a so friend you... of mine and I went out and we did like the personal trainer, like, oh, like yeah. gave us workouts. Some workouts and, to do. Yeah. But it was really just strength training and no like CrossFit workouts. Right. Or like, you know, three rounds of 15 reps of all right, these different gotcha. things. Yeah, and yeah. like alternated between uh-huh. upper body and lower body. Right, yeah. Like leg day, yeah. arm day, you know. So yeah. at CrossFit, it seems like it's all body every time. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so some of the workouts are worse than others when you're like, none of my body parts got to rest in that whole thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I really think that the CrossFit is so intense even if the workouts are short, you know, like a 10 minute AMRAP yeah. or, or something, you're getting, you're really getting, I don't know, good, you know, push yourself workout. Yeah. Um, it helps, helps me with my speed, mm-hmm. even though it's kind of like doing a mini speed workout with, yeah. a, with not really running. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cause you got your heart rate up and that. I can that see how it crosses and, over. It allows you to bring some intensity and like that sort of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, You know, in some of the workouts, it's like intervals. You, we get on the bike and ride and you rest or you do some reps of, you know, dumbbell thrusters. Something, yeah. And then you have like a rest. And so it is like interval training. Yeah. So you're getting getting your, getting your heart rate up for that period of time and that rest. So you're talking like, so you have like this 35 year career with like running and, um, You've really only started CrossFit in the past, like, nine, ten years years. of that. So Mm -hmm. it's like you had all this background, you know, of of this running. Mm -hmm. And so CrossFit was kind of like this new kind of thing for you. So how did it go when you started? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I was pretty sore. The first workout that I did was Jackie. Oh, yeah. I think Jackie has pull-ups and thrusters and rowing. So you row a 1,000 meters, and then it's like... I can't like remember thirty pull ups and so many thrusters. I don't remember. I, I think it, it up, goes a thousand meter row, and then I think it's like fifty thrusters with maybe, empty barbell, and then it's maybe. like thirty pull ups. I don't know. I'm probably butchering that, and people listening are like, "You're not right." But um, well, that was the workout that I did. That was your first and workout. Yes, <laughs> and this is before there was ever any like like on-ramp or whatever, uh beginner classes. You just kind of showed up and and Jacob's like, here, you take the barbell and can you do, can you squat this? Can you press overhead? And oh, I'm pretty sure I had like a training bar. There's no way I could have done that with a bar. Yeah, I was I could barely like push the 35 pound bar. Yeah, so you're in the uh, baby bird category when you started. I was a baby bird. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yes. Every 
start somewhere. True. Um, we don't all start as baby birds, but no. you know, everybody yeah. does definitely start and they're different. <laughs> yeah. Some people need to lose weight. Some people, it's just like, yeah, it just depends. Some people come from a lifting background and then they have no cardio. It definitely depends on the person yeah. and how they're like coming yep. in. But you come in as a, you're already like a, a tiny person anyway. Yeah. So you come in baby bird um, running background. Right. So I'm sure the cardio stuff was fine for you. Yep. That like, yep. you know, we I would can do, handle but... anything, any long endurance like, yeah. cardio stuff. Yeah. But the barbell stuff was um, not super foreign to me because I had like, I said. Done some, some things. Stuff, yeah. But, but probably like, not thrusters. I've never done thrusters. Yeah. <laughs> Um, for sure. Mm-hmm. Overhead squats, um, still not a strength of mine, but yeah. I struggled with those. I couldn't think, like do them at all. <laughs> I, yeah, I think my running does not contribute to strong glutes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So pretty so you, calf strong quads, but yeah, glutes aren't and, um, I like still hips and stuff hip, maybe? Hips, pistol squats. Yeah. You know? That's something that those I are, had to work on. Those are kind of a, <laughs> those are tough for, for everybody to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just lucky that I have really flexible ankles and I'm very like quad dominant. So, mm-hmm. and I'm like the way that I'm built, I kind of have like short legs. So it's yeah. like the, I'm like built for this like pistol squat mm-hmm. and just really quick on a side note. Um, I know you guys know that I've been doing the, this extra programming for my back to, um, actually it was supposed to be for yesterday for my back squats. Um, one of the accessories is called a shrimp squat, which I've never heard of before. Hmm. And so it's kind of like a pistol squat, but instead of your leg being out in front of you, you have your leg behind you and you like, basically like you look like you're doing a quad stretch. You like hold mm-hmm. on to your foot. And then when you squat down, you touch your knee to the floor. And I was, I tried it uh-huh. um, when I had seen it. I don't know. I tried it like on Friday. I could not believe how hard it was. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, like, how am I going to figure this out? So anyway, yeah. So anyways, you had like weak glutes or whatever. Yeah. And you'd never done thrusters. So you probably, we used to have the training bars had, I think they were only like five pounds. So it was like they old They were five ones. pounds and then you put like, like ten tens pounds or something on, tens on them. Yeah. Tens or... Maybe probably tens. Yeah, because it was like twenty five pounds. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because yeah, so you were. Uh, so, yeah, I had to graduate to the big girl bar eventually. Yeah. <laughs> what about pull ups though? Could you do any pull ups? Uh, I was close. Um, it took me about three months to get kipping pull ups. Yeah. Oh wow, that's pretty um, fast. I had also done. I know people talk about P90X and uh-huh. all that. I had done that um, uh-huh. a couple of times. And so there's pull-ups in that. And yeah. I had a, one of those over-the-door pull-up bars at home. And uh-huh. I would have to, like, stand and put my foot on the chair in order to do it. But, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, to cheat, I didn't have a band. Right. But, so I had a little bit of that mm-hmm. strength. A little um, bit of pull-ups. So, so yeah, I, I, I got those pretty quick. That's nice. Um, and double-unders. Um, we did Annie every day for a month. Yeah. That's how I learned double unders. Yeah. You have to practice it. Yeah. You don't just get them. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I did the same thing. Something very yeah. similar to that to learn them. Um, Annie, for those of you who don't know, is 50, 40, 30, 20, 10 of double unders and sit-ups. So it is a good workout because for you to practice your dubs because the sets aren't super overwhelming and the workout itself is only like... 
10 minutes tops. I mean, yeah, if you're really short. terrible at dubs, like it will take you longer, but like the sit-ups in between kind of give you a little bit of a break or whatever. So yes, I, I haven't done Annie now for like probably, oh man, it's probably been a few years, but, um, it was definitely a workout that I used to do a lot to like practice dubs. And then like, you remember the first time you like get the workout without breaking, uh-huh. without having like messing up on the yes. dubs and you're like, oh my gosh, yes. I'm like finally arrived. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, 50 dubs in a row. Yeah, I remember um, you having some records. So back in the day, remember when we used to yeah, do the records? Yeah, record board. Mm-hmm. And um, I remember you having records for the most, the record for the most amount of sit-ups in a minute. I watched you oh. do it. Oh, you at did? The, yeah, at the old, the old, old downtown gym. I remember, oh my gosh. Um, I don't know if but I... I wasn't even doing them right. I don't know. I just, <laughs> I just remember you like just going crazy on the sit-ups and having it was like 60 some like sit-ups in a minute or something like that and I had like tried to do it too because so I don't remember um there was a certain amount of time when every Friday for the warm-up I think it was like like choose a choose something and try to beat your last one yeah or try to get up on the leaderboard or do something you're trying to like work on and there was all these different kinds of things it was like Handstand push-ups in a minute, like dubs in a minute, it was like air squats, push-ups, toast to bar. Yeah, yeah. It was like all these different mm-hmm. things, and so you would like pick a skill, and it, you would like some of them were two minutes. It was like one minute or two yeah. minutes, or like max set of pull-ups, or it'd be like something like that. Yeah. So um, I don't remember. I think I had tried the sit-ups like in a minute too, and I had gotten like thirty or something. <laughs> and then you you did it like right after me, and then you got like sixty-two, and I was like, what? That's a distinct memory that I have of you at that gym, like yeah. for sure. Um, we what had the plank record for a while too? Yeah. Oh yeah, the we plank record. Plank. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Scott Schultz and I used to go head on head do head the and do plank, plank offs. Plank yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I do remember you doing the planks, being good at the planks too. Um, so yeah, that's funny. Uh, what class time did you go to at the downtown gym? I was. I was going at noon for quite a while. Oh my gosh. I, um, I, I was always at noon when I started. I didn't start till May though. Uh-huh. So you were starting December and I didn't yeah. start till like May. So that's like five or six months later or mm-hmm. whatever. So I don't know if yeah. you're still going to noon or, um, or not. I'm just trying to think. I went to noon a lot because I work, I work at GPC. So it yeah. only takes me a couple minutes to get downtown. Have you been working there the whole time since you graduated? Yeah. Okay. 31 years. Wow. Okay. <laughs> In November. Okay. So, going on 31 yeah. years. Um, yeah, it's close enough for me to get there. Pretty quick. Get yeah. the workout, get done, and get halfway cleaned up and get back to, get work, back to work in an hour. Um, it, it just, you know, it was, I my kids were young and we had mm-hmm. stuff going on with them in the evenings. Yeah. When did you start going at like five fifteen? Because I that was your main class at the Harbor Freight Gym, wasn't it? Yeah. So then I started going to the five fifteen class. Um, it was Ashley, Beth, mm-hmm. um, like Sarah, all your friends. Sarah, yeah, Sarah was the coach usually. Yeah. Um, a few other people that were pretty regular there, mm-hmm. and I did morning class pretty 
consistently for a few years. Yeah. So um, how did you, um, so when you started CrossFit though, you didn't have this plan to like CrossFit full time, right? It was just supposed to be like supplemental to your running. Yeah. So did you, did you like make a crossover or, I mean, I know that you still do some running, but like, are you, I mean, what do you consider yourself to be more of? Uh, <laughs> like still a crossfitter or a runner? <laughs> I call myself a runner that crossfit. There you go. Okay, so you're still a runner that crossfits. Yeah. Got you. All right. Because I think I don't know. Running is my main thing. And yeah. I, so I train. I run. I'm. I do other things outside of the gym. Uh huh. Um, and I'm hoping that we're going to have some in-person races. Be able this to year actually race and actually go and run some half marathons this this coming spring and summer. Nice. Um, but in order to do that, you have to, you can't just CrossFit. Right. <laughs> you know, you have to train your body. You do definitely for, for the longer. I think mm-hmm. that CrossFit definitely trains you enough to run like 5Ks. Yep. But yeah, anything longer than that, you kind of need to train your body to take that abuse mm-hmm. for that longer period of time. Because yeah. yeah, CrossFit, I mean, the longest workout we do is maybe like 40 minutes or yeah. something. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah, so, and we don't normally run super far to work out. Maybe like from one to two miles, you know. So you're That's never about the most. Yeah. yeah, you're never running like too much longer than that. But mm-hmm. um, just for like fitness in general, and just being fit enough to be able to like run a five k, mm-hmm. like because I do not like running at all. But there has been a few times over the years where I have gone and ran a five k, or uh, I did a competition a couple of years ago where I had to run two miles in the workout. And I was, I mean, it's just, it's not my strength, but the fact that I am in shape, like, and strong from doing CrossFit, I'm actually able to go out and run the thing. Like, yeah, exactly. it's not like it's, I do, it's not like I'm fast. But. Yeah. Yep. It does keep you fit and yeah, it like, helps with your endurance. For sure. And, yeah. You know, but running is very repetitive. And yeah. so, you know, you have to get your body used to Where do you do your that. training for running now? Um, on, well, lately it's been on my treadmill because it's been too cold. Yeah. Um, it's warm enough now to get outside as long as there's no, like, snow and ice. ice. Yeah. Ice. Ice is the big thing. But I run out on the roads by my house. Nice. So yeah. you just have, like, a, like routes planned out mm-hmm. and all that yeah. sort of stuff yeah. for your... Yep. I got three miles, four mile route, five mile wow. route. Eight mile, nine nice. mile, ten mile. I mean, I got, yeah, I got rounds. So how many so. days a week do you do, like, running? Or do you, do you sometimes run and CrossFit in the same day? Sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially it's not lately. too bad of a day. Yeah. Um, especially, I want to say, since COVID and since quarantine, like, when the gym had to close. Yeah. Um, I was working out at home, and so I would do the CrossFit workout in my basement, mm-hmm. and then just hop on the treadmill, run three miles or right. something. Yeah, um, because I was home, and yeah, we didn't go anywhere. Yeah, so extra time. <laughs> yeah, um, but sometimes I do both in the same day. But I try to run um, three to four days a week. Mm-hmm. And on the weekend, you try to get a longer run. Like something longer? Longer on the on the weekends. So. I assume you probably prefer to run outside on trails. and Yes. So treadmill running is probably not as... It's boring. Not as fun, yeah. yeah. Do you have a pretty nice treadmill at home since running is kind of your thing? Yeah, I have a good, good treadmill. Have you had it for a long time? Is that like an investment, I, like something you... Mm-hmm. I bought it the year that I started training for that marathon. Oh my gosh, so you've had it, so it must be pretty yeah. good then, because you yeah. probably put a lot of miles on it, I would imagine. Like, in the in the winter. Yeah, in the yeah. winter, yeah, definitely. So, it's, it's fine. 
Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So how would you say that CrossFit has improved your running? Um, well, it's helped me not get as many overuse injuries because you don't <laughs> run as much. You're able to right. like... I'm do a little bit different exercise that doesn't use the same muscles. Yes. Gotcha. Yeah. So, so you haven't really been injured. I mean, I have. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, what I did you do to my foot last year? Oh, okay. Um, what did you do to your rib or something? I forgot. Did you oh, pull God. your stomach muscle? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was lifting a 30 pack of bush light. Oh no. Into the back of my car. Oh geez. <laughs> and it's... I twisted wrong and I did something to like at your one of my stomach muscles yeah ab muscles <laughs> what about i think one thing i've noticed with you is maybe like body composition changes so i kind of would want to know maybe a little bit about like i think we might have a couple of pictures but basically since you've started crossfit and um have you like seen body comp changes and also like your nutrition i i just assume that over the years of like being a runner and stuff like that you probably did pay attention to your nutrition but i'm just wondering how that's maybe changed like over the years um yeah definitely after starting crossfit um i guess that the community has a different take on diet than like most runners they talk about all the carbs that they need yeah and then you know i start crossfit and we did these paleo and they're like no carbs and you can't have any grains and yeah you have carbs but they're all in your fruits and vegetables right. um and all the you know lots of protein mm -hmm. and so i would do the paleo challenges for the 30 days and um that was not easy that's hard because yeah. our world is full of you know, processed foods oh, and yeah. convenience foods. And so, but that just kind of helped me change the way I eat and grocery shop. Um, I look at the labels a lot more now. Mm -hmm. um, I try to stay with whole foods um, and not processed foods. Um, and I'm not totally 100% never eating anything processed. Yeah, anymore. right. We all do, but... Um, I think watching, you know, making sure I'm getting plenty of protein, which I probably wasn't eating enough protein before. Yeah. Um, if I, my diet was more carb heavy. Yeah. Um, and just, you know, staying conscious of that. Um, I started actually in the last year, started like paying attention to my macros. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think that has helped me a lot, like to really stay lean. Yeah. Um, you still have to make sure you're getting enough calories, but right. I, I don't know. I yeah. I, so you know, probably I, I would say yeah. The the biggest thing that probably a lot well, there's two things. One, getting enough protein, mm -hmm. and then starting to strength train rather than just like endurance. So like yeah. doing strength training and protein just really allowed you to kind of get pretty shredded. Yeah. 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 And, and then just like your muscle mass. Yeah. And, <laughs> You lose body fat, mm -hmm. but you're burning more calories because you have more muscle. Yeah, definitely. Um, and then you did yeah. the gymnastics program that I wrote. Like, when was that? Like, yeah. two years ago? Two years ago. Noticed yes. a big difference, like, doing that, like, oh, with your... Yeah. With my shoulders and my core strength, yeah. for sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think that really built up my... Is this your traps? Yeah. Traps. <laughs> She's pointing um, to her traps. Yeah, what are these traps? Like, yeah. <laughs> 
and my lats. Yeah. Um, there was a lot. That was pretty heavy in upper body. Yeah. And core. Yep, for sure. Um, so that was that was really good, and it helped me with pull-ups. Um, mm-hmm. So I think it even helped me with deadlift. I don't know why. Well, but because you use your core strength core is strength. a huge thing yeah. in the deadlift, which I, a lot a lot of people take for granted. Um, how much the core strength obviously transfers over to every lift, but yeah. the deadlift, I think it's one thing that's kind of forgotten a little bit because the the lift itself is so simple. It's literally just pick this up off the floor. Mm-hmm. There's no like you don't you know there's no like hip extension. There's no jumping. There's no yeah. pulling with your arms. There's right. no dropping under it. There's no like. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's simple, just, but there's a lot to it. Right. So it's it simple right. because you just like pick this up, but actually there's kind of a lot going on with it because mm-hmm. it's our heaviest like lift that we mm-hmm. do. Mm-hmm. And so the more you're able to engage your lats and core on the deadlift, yeah. like the stronger. Yep. And I learned that actually. Um, I did a deadlift program. It was a 12-week program and it was just dedicated just to the deadlift. So I deadlifted um, twice a week like one day heavy and then one day was like lighter Mm -hmm. but then the other two days it was so it was like four days a week the other two days was a lot of like accessory work and it was all had to do literally with lats back core Mm -hmm. you know the things that like support like a strong deadlift like single leg work like stuff like that so but i think that it did definitely translated into making my deadlifts feel more comfortable yeah for sure so um how's your squats doing these days um they're doing Doing okay. pretty good. I've been um, trying to make sure that I hit the squat days. Mm-hmm. Um, if I can't make it in the gym, I I do them at home. Yeah, that, I because you, you have stuff in your basement. I yeah, do. <laughs> but they close. I'm like, the gym's gonna close. What am I gonna do? And mm-hmm. so I ordered. Um, I have a bar. I have bumper plates. I've got a rack. I have a pull-up <clears> bar. A bench. Yeah, I've seen some of your um, photos in your basement. I have a box. It looks uh, like my basement. It's like yeah. kind of dark, and you have like the rafters, uh-huh. right? Yeah, yeah. It's, not, it's the unfinished part. Of yep, the, of mine my too. Um, I have yeah. some like stuff in my basement too, yeah. and um, it's in the unfinished part. And it's just uh-huh. funny because like when I take any videos in there, it's so like dark. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, um, so I will squat. I'll do the squats at home um, if I can't make it into the gym, and I guess that's probably helped me be more consistent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, uh, because if I'm only coming to the gym two or three times a week, you're only hitting whatever workout you hit. Right. Um, and it's I don't come in based off of what workout it is. It's right. Based off of how, the, how your schedule. my schedule. So you know, if I can't make it in for front squat day a couple yeah. weeks in a row, then that's two weeks that you miss out on. Right. On doing that lift. And yeah. So now I can do them at home. Um, I just, if I'm bent, doing bench, I have to get somebody to spot me. Yeah. Have my husband come in and spot me. Yeah. Um, if I'm trying to go heavy. Mm-hmm. Yep, I hear you. Um, it is kind of hard when you're by yourself. Yeah. You are a little limited on yeah. some things because you don't want to, like, end up under, collapsed yeah. underneath the exactly. bar in your exactly. basement. Yeah. 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 I'm not going to bench heavy by myself. <laughs> right. <laughs> that is responsible, I think. Uh, but, for sure. Yeah, it was... I guess there's something good things that came out of the whole COVID thing. It forced me to buy my own equipment. And yeah, now, you know I don't have any excuses. Yeah, <laughs> no have excuses. You, have you felt like you've been pretty consistent, or have you kind of had ups and downs like over the years? Oh, I've definitely had ups and downs. So if I'm like in the middle of like training for like a half, and mm-hmm. I'm doing, you know. 10, 11 mile runs on Saturday. Yeah. Then I don't 
or Sunday, then I don't want to CrossFit Saturday because I don't want to ruin my run on Sunday. Yeah, or you need to be recovered. I'm my miles up in the week, then I it's too much. Uh huh. Um, and then just sometimes your things are busy. Yeah, things are at home are busy. Work is busy. Um, yeah, I don't know, but I think over this last year I've been pretty consistent, um, either working out at home or coming in. Um, so. One thing I wanted to ask you was. <clears throat> I am surprised to find out that you've literally been running since college. Like, I knew that when you started CrossFit, you'd been a runner, but I didn't know for how long. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, it had been, like, so many years. What do you think is your biggest contributing factor to your, like, I would call it success just to be fit over time, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. someone who's been able to literally be relatively consistent over the years like I'm you probably had ups and downs within the years Mm -hmm. but did you ever have any sort of big breaks at all like in probably the only the biggest breaks in my running is probably when I was pregnant when you had kids and I had kids and I have two kids right I have three kids you have three kids yeah I forgot Um, about your older one yeah I knew you had three kids (laughs) I have three kids I have two grandkids oh Um, so yeah um so I would I was still running when I was was pregnant. Yeah. Um, but you get to a point where your bladder is like a. <laughs> it gets pretty difficult. Yeah. I know. Hey, uh, you know, a trampoline. Yeah. You're, right. You're like running. And yeah. Things are the pressure is very uh-huh. uncomfortable. So I would just walk. Mm-hmm. Just fast walking. At that point. Yeah. 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 Um, so those are probably the biggest breaks is when I had kids. Mm-hmm. Um, and like after you have a baby you, and you have to kind of for a while yeah you, you kind of build back up yep so when I started crossfitting my youngest was three. Oh, okay or two almost three. Oh, okay um because he's 13 now so okay yeah, yeah he was three so I was you know just coming off of yeah having, pretty having much a yeah kid and I ran a marathon <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> my niece I have a niece who's um Close in age to my oldest son, but she, um, she has a a son who is a year younger than my youngest son. Mm-hmm. So, um, and she's a runner. She's like lifts and stuff, and she doesn't live here. But yeah, she's like, let's train for a marathon, and I'm like, okay. So we trained for a marathon together, mm-hmm. kind of virtually because how long she did that take? Um, it's about four or five month training. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, we started training in December and we ran a marathon in April, so... Oh my gosh. Um, I, I would not be yeah. able to run a marathon in four months from yeah. now. <laughs> but we were runners before. You were already... Runners, yes, so. I got it. But yeah, yeah. it's just so, like perspective yeah. for me. I'm like, mm-hmm. what? Four months? <laughs> yeah. And I had run a couple of halves the yeah. year before. So I was, you know, trained up to run some pretty decent long, yeah. long distances. So, um, so she was the one that wanted to do it and... Um, and I think, you know, that was what led me to CrossFit, mm-hmm. I guess, because my injuries and yeah, um, and I forget the question. Just like oh, <laughs> um, I was just oh, wondering since over time. Yeah, so I just wanted uh, you to talk a little bit about like yeah. how because so, for a lot of people, especially you know people that we see like coming into the gym now, a lot of them have had a long hiatus Mm -hmm. from Mm -hmm. exercise anything yeah Yeah. so I mean not everybody is like that but it's Mm -hmm. pretty common I feel like to 
when you're young in your 20s, you're not super motivated to exercise that much because right. you you feel you're like invincible yeah. when you're that yeah, age, you don't right? Feel like you need to. You're like yeah. So yeah. it doesn't. Metabolism is faster. You can eat yeah. like crap and not really. Right. So you're just young. Yeah. And so then you end up kind of going a little bit into your like late 20s, early 30s. And then you're, you're really busy during that time, usually because yes. you're starting a career, you have children yeah. or whatever you're doing. Like you're, so it's like a lot of people then don't spend a lot of time. And then, yeah. we, then yeah. we start seeing people like into their 30s be like, oh my gosh, I haven't exercised in 10 years. Now I've gained this weight and now mm-hmm. I want to like get into fitness. So mm-hmm. I guess I'm just wondering, like, I think it's much more rare to be a person. I would say, especially like, I think it's probably going to be less rare going from now forward just because fitness has been something that's been around now for a while, but it didn't really used to be a thing. I feel like it's kind of like a newer phenomenon, you know? So it's like, how did you, how did you be the person that's been able to maintain fitness like into your fifties? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I guess everybody is motivated by different things. Mm -hmm. Um, like I said, I had a, you know, nice group of friends that it was, running was a social thing for me yeah. too. Um, so Kind of like your hobby. Like yeah. Like your like thing you could do. Yeah. Like that was just for right. you. And, and, and I have a, my best friend, um, we still run together. Um, and so I think having people that have common interests that get together and do mm-hmm. that kind of keeps you engaged. Mm-hmm. Um which I see a lot of that in the CrossFit community here too. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, you know, it's a lot about the, the environment and the people and, and everything. Yeah. Um, I think running helped me stay thin. Mm-hmm. And when I saw classmates just let themselves go and gain weight, that mm-hmm. was really inspired me to keep exercising. So I could stay yeah in shape shape, yeah Um, and so I think that motivated me Mm -hmm. Um, like like I mean you obviously enjoy running yeah (laughs) and I like it and so Mm -hmm. I guess if you find something that you like to do and Mm -hmm. it's good for you then you should keep doing it so you were able to just like kind of like I like doing this. I'm motivated to be like in good shape and mm-hmm. stay thin and stay active yeah. and like that yeah. sort of stuff. It makes me feel good. Yeah, um, it's it's really therapy. Mm-hmm. Um, to just to go out and run for you know 30, 45 minutes mm-hmm. and just not have to think about anything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, it clears your head. Yeah. Um, it's it's kind of really like good that stress relief. Yeah. It's kind of like that being here. Uh-huh. You're only thinking about your reps and counting and like your right. pain. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But it's, it is a stress reliever, even though it's stressful when you're working or yeah. when you're running, it's different kind of stress. It's different. Stress away stress. from the, the world, stress away from your job and you mm-hmm. know, all the things going on, you know, in your life. Yeah. So, Do you have... Um, I don't want to put you on the spot, but do you have like advice? Like, do you have any advice for people? I just feel like you're so experienced and just, I mean, I'm sure now, like, I don't know. I feel like it's, I feel like I, I'm kind of similar, right? Like mm-hmm. by now that it's been nine years since I've been doing CrossFit, it's just, it's just a thing you do. It's just like who you are. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. and can you imagine a day where you're just not doing this stuff? 
it just it would change your who you are right so yeah, really it would so it just like you just build these habits over time and mm -hmm. then over time there's just no way it's to like the stuff's like yeah. rooted yeah. you know it's just part of your routine and if you don't get it or you don't you know get that workout or get that run mm -hmm. it's you, you you know you feel like your routine is off yeah it's, um, I think I so I think the key is just be consistent um, there is no like quick crash diet or crash course or whatever fitness course that's going to get you in shape in a couple weeks yeah. you know you have to be consistent watch your diet mm -hmm. I mean really what mm -hmm. you eat is makes a bigger difference yeah than, than how much you work out yeah um, you really it's hard to work off a bad diet yeah um, so you know just try to stay away from the crappy fast food mm -hmm. um, as much as you can. I mean, we all have it occasionally, right. but, um, you know, fried food, snacks, snacks add up, mm -hmm. um, you know, try to limit sugar yeah. as much as you can. Um, I don't know. I, my weakness is more things like that are salty and, oh yeah, um, the savory, salty, stuff, savory, yeah. like chips and yeah. salsa <laughs> and, um, things like that. Mm -hmm. I'm not a big sweet person. Yeah. Um, so that, you know, my fault is more on the salty, savory yeah. side of snacks. Eating a bag of chips and you're yeah. like, oh no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, yeah. All that, all that sodium and all that. I'm totally the opposite sugar. of that. I feel like I'm the yeah. opposite of you in every way. <laughs> <laughs> I like sweets and yeah, I, running is definitely not my thing. So yeah. do you have anything that you'd like to add? So I know that you had said you'd made a list. Oh, Did we yeah. hit all the things on your list? Oh, I don't, I don't know. You don't even I, know now. You're like, oh, no, I forgot my, my list. Well, <laughs> I, I was inspired by Kyle's um, podcast when he was talking about his his wardrobe, and so I wanted to talk about. Workout oh yeah. <laughs> okay, talk about workout clothes. What your favorite brand is Lululemon, oh, right? Oh, I got, I love Lululemon yeah. tights. I'm wearing some today. You're wearing some they're, now. They're awesome, um, but they're so expensive. I don't have that many of them. Um, yeah, so you kind of have to like yeah. pick and choose when yeah. you're gonna like get a pair. So right, but their tights I think are the best. Um, so what about shoes? Shoes. So I am. I have purchased like three different pairs of CrossFit, I guess shoes mm -hmm. if you want to call them. I've had. Um, I have some Nanos, actually upstairs in my cubby that I'm gonna. On Facebook to see if anybody wants them. Oh, really? Because you don't like the nanos? They just don't fit me right. Oh, I need cushioning. <laughs> you told and me that they were seven and a half, so right? Seven and a half. We're eight. <laughs> um, so I'm a because I'm a runner. I'm used to wearing really cushiony shoes. Yeah. And I don't. I don't know what it is about my feet, but if I'm wearing a CrossFit shoe and I come down like hard off the bullet bar. It like hurts my feet. Gives you a jolt. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So I gotta have cushion, and I don't know if it's because of all the years of running, and I've just probably damaged them so much, or I'm and you're just, just conditioned. Everybody is different. 
Yeah. Um, I'm sure you're very conditioned over that many years of running that it's going to be hard to undo that at this point in time. So (laughs) you're probably better just to work with the way you are with that. Yeah. So my shoes are fine. Um. (laughs) But what about when you squat? You're wearing your running shoes to squat, Cindy? Yeah. Oh, man. I don't love that. But is it because they're too high? Uh, Generally. They're not like stable enough. Yeah. So generally, um, so you will see people squat in lifters and Mm -hmm. lifters give you, uh, I don't know, usually like an inch or so of lift. It helps with the ankle positioning, which is why most people do it. Also, a lifting shoe has a really stable base, so yeah. you're not really going to lose your your ankles or stay pretty stable, right? So, so you will see people squatting in shoes that are lifted. Yeah. However, that is like a platform shoe, mm-hmm. whereas like in a running shoe, the the heel is very squishy. Yeah. So you end up with a lot of play, and you mm-hmm. end up not getting a good grounding to the floor. Yeah. And so. I'm not a huge fan of people squatting in running shoes because of that. Um, You really want your feet very planted and like screwed into the floor. And so you have a really good like, and so the cushion just adds a little bit too much play. So I do recommend squatting and deadlifting in in like a flat shoe or a lifting shoe. Um, Running and regular CrossFit workouts, like probably your running shoes are fine. Mm -hmm. It just depends on... I mean, you know, kind of what we're doing and like, but if you were a person that was maybe having knee pain or something, then like shoes might be something you would mm-hmm. maybe think about yeah. switching out or whatever. But mm-hmm. you haven't had any injuries now for a while, really? No, been, not been related good. to CrossFit. Yeah. I had some tendonitis in my, in, in a foot last in your foot, year. Yeah. Um, so I had to back off the miles a little bit. Yeah. Um, so that happens, but that was overused because I was... Training. Training for races that didn't happen. Which, um, <laughs> uh, half, yeah, which half marathons do you want to run this year? Um, well, if it happens, my friend and I um, have Omaha um, in our sights, and that's later in April. Oh, nice. Um, we we kind of wanted to do this thing where we wanted to go and run one in every state. A lot of people do that. Yeah, um, that sounds, I mean, that's fun. And let's see, we've been to Florida, we've been to Wisconsin, we've been to Illinois, Indiana, um, Tennessee, we did Nashville, um, we went to Louisville, Kentucky. Nice. Um, so we're like, yeah, we need to kind of go west. And yeah, west. And Nebraska yeah. is not very far, so Omaha is a a doable one yeah. if they have it. Um, Hopefully so they that, do. And I don't know. People are starting to do some more stuff, and, and yeah. outside stuff will probably mm-hmm. be a thing that's probably going to be okay. So. Yeah. So if they have the race, and I don't know, it's too early to know if they're going to cancel it or not. Yeah. Um, I did a virtual race last year only because... I signed up for it in the winter because mm-hmm. it was supposed to happen in June. Yeah. I had already paid my entry fee, uh-huh. and so they turned it into a virtual race, but they didn't have it until September because they had postponed right. it. Right. They, they tried to yep. have it later. 
Um, so that's the only virtual race that I did last year. Elena Otherwise, had to do that. Mm-hmm. She had trained for the half marathon and then had signed up for it, and it was yeah. going to be in May or whatever. And uh-huh. she went ahead and just ran it the day of, like oh, okay. on her own. And mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know if you listened to the, her episode or yeah. whatever, but yeah, I don't remember which race it was. It's just kind of bittersweet, she said, because like you get to the end and you're just by yourself and there's no one around, and you're like, okay, well, I just did the thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, anyways, anything else you want to add? Because I know you want to do the 3 o'clock class. It is 2 o'clock on Sunday that we are recording this. So, we have like a couple minutes to wrap up. If there was anything else that you wanted to say. If you had advice for anybody, like, starting out. and um, I think we hit most things on hit, my, hit most on my list. Um, I mean, just, yeah, people that are just starting out with CrossFit, it's, you know, um, it's a pretty good way to get in shape Mm -hmm. but you have to come and be consistent yeah and don't quit after first your first couple of months yeah you've got to stick with it long term yeah to really see results Mm -hmm. um so yeah consistency over time yes (laughs) yes that's our that's our that's our our motto motto. (laughs) yeah so uh, so that's really 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 true yeah what it takes do you have any plans like any plans to do anything different with your fitness or are you just kind of still going to plan to just the CrossFit running hybrid model for till you're like 84 or <laughs> I, I don't know. So just I, for now, you're just I like to learn doing um, your thing. I, you know, I read a lot about, um, working out mm-hmm. and I actually, I went, I have my level one. I don't know if anybody knows that. When did you do that? Uh, about a year ago. Really? Yeah. I can't remember if I knew that or not. Yeah. Where did you go? I went to Vegas. Oh, yes. I, I took a weekend to Vegas and I spent two days sitting through the level I do class remember you doing that. he was that. out doing whatever. Did you have a good is. time? Yeah. It was good. Did you learn uh, a lot there? I learned a lot. I think it really helps. Was it before, if, right before COVID? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Vegas was so dead because people it was weren't. Winter. People weren't. People weren't traveling as much. Oh, so it, it was like the beginning of COVID. Yes. Gotcha. Yes. But there mm-hmm. wasn't mask wearing. Mm. I mean, people were still out and about. It wasn't... They were kind of ramping up toward to it. Yeah, but it wasn't as crowded as what it normally is. And maybe it wasn't off... No, it wasn't an off weekend. It was Valentine's weekend. Oh. Last yeah. year. Because we... I remember we went to dinner for Valentine's yeah. Day. And... You didn't have any trouble getting in nice. to restaurants. So, yeah, it was kind of the beginning when COVID was just starting to gotcha. be a thing yeah. in the United States. Gotcha. Um, but I just, it was a good, I think it's helped me be smarter about how I train. Yeah. Like connect you a little bit more. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So. We do have several members that have gone to yeah. get the L1. It uh-huh. is kind of expensive and it does yeah. take a weekend, but... You learn a lot. It's a you really do. good experience yeah. for sure. Yeah. 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 I think it kind of helps you to like be a better, yeah, like a better athlete. It allows you to maybe connect a little bit more with the programming and the process and yes. helps you kind of understand more of the back end stuff. Mm-hmm. I feel like here um, with the coaches and stuff that we have, I think we do a pretty decent job or at least our goal is to like you know teach people mm-hmm. and be more try to get people more connected to the programming and more like mm-hmm. learning about how to um take their abilities and goals and like fit that into like 
how they train and stuff like mm-hmm. that and look mm-hmm. at it more as like training over time rather yeah. than like every day we just come in and kill ourselves and leave. Yeah. Like, yeah. So, um, yeah, I think that training did really give me a lot more insight yeah. into why we do some things the way we do here. Yeah. And, and yeah. Yeah. I recommend the L1 for, yeah. our, or, I mean, if, for anybody, if, if you are even interested in like learning more about CrossFit and don't if you mind got, spending a little bit of money. If you got a weekend and a yeah. little bit of extra cash, yeah. you can make it happen. <laughs> yeah. It's a good experience. And if you're, you know, wanting to understand, just learn more. Yeah. yeah the, the philosophy, the programming, um, mm-hmm. technique. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think it kind of helps you to like connect more to the coaching because if a coach like gives you like a cue about something, you're like, uh-huh. Oh, I've heard this before. I've been yes. taught this before. Like, but you, it's hard because um, it's still hard to see yourself and know, like, how you're moving. So, like, having an outside eye mm-hmm. be like, hey, Cindy, you should, like, track your knees out a little bit more. You should do this or that. You're like, yeah. oh, like, you can connect like, it to, uh-huh. like, a thing that you've learned. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Because you can't really see yourself doing some of those things sometimes. Right. So, yeah. 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 Or, you know, you don't, it's feeling off, but you don't know how to fix it or, you know, like stuff like that. So it's like where the coaching can kind of come in. But if you have this like back end knowledge, it does kind of help you mm-hmm. probably fix your issues faster. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I so. think so. so. All right. Yeah. Well, good talk. I was really excited to have you on being um, OG and just mm-hmm. being someone who's been the epitome of just health and fitness like over time and yeah. I just yeah I just I don't see you like stopping anytime soon so no, I, I, I don't plan to <laughs> I also think that you're a super good role model for people to see I like Brandon and I talked about this in his episode of just how age is really just a number mm-hmm. you can learn pull-ups like you can do butterfly pull-ups and you can learn things and be fit and strong like mm-hmm. you can do handstand push-ups you can do all this 50s. stuff yeah in yeah. your 50s so it's just like and I'm gonna be 40 and I'm like thinking like 40 like and I can do all this stuff but uh-huh. if I can still do it when I'm 50 I'm gonna like feel really cool so yeah. <laughs> and like I always look at um Doug yeah as a role model because uh-huh. you know he's in his 60s yes. and I'm like I want to still be able to do what he does he's very capable age. very yeah. capable doing kipping pull-ups and yeah. like so, all kinds of stuff I mean, that he does I'm impressed with him all the time with yeah, his ability so. to just do that stuff but mm-hmm. um yeah even though you're small you are a very uh, you're definitely someone that I look up to as far as like just knowing that it's possible for you to just keep keep going mm-hmm. just to keep yeah. continuing to do to be fit and just do the things that you love to do and you know like you can eat well and you can do all these things and you can do them for a long time like yep. it's not like yeah. just a short term right. thing like yep. you can do this literally for 30 years yes. <laughs> absolutely so all right good talk let's go out and get our yeah. workout on and uh hope you guys enjoy the episode thanks shannon bye awesome.